When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yes, indeed. Lauren Julia in the house. It's Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Or, excuse me. Yeah, it's Monday. Almost yes. forgot what day it is. It's yeah. August 1st. It's kind of throwing me off. New beginning, new starts of the month. It's already August 1st. Summer is almost over, Lauren Julia. Don't can you believe say it? That. It's just begun. It's Donnie Love's birthday today. Happy birthday, Donnie, Donnie Love. Love. That's right. We August our, 1st. He's we, such a Leo. He's such a Leo. All that gorgeous hair. Yes, it is. Happy birthday, Donnie Love. I know. And then the the big thing this week is the Cat Video Festival is this Thursday, which is going to be like the best night of the week to go out. Oh. Because it's going to be like 90, 90, and then no, that no, night, They've 84. readjusted. They've readjusted so the weather. So it's going to be better weather. Well, Julia, it will be better weather for Minnesotans, okay? Because it was originally going to be like 95 on Thursday, which you and I love, but no one else does. Now it's a nice, comfortable 85. That's perfect. Yeah, so that's real nice. The hot, hot day is going to be tomorrow and then Friday. Oh, it's going to be so fun. <sighs> yeah. My mom is ready. She said the Seattle people are ready for the heat dome to leave. She really? said they're just... Well, because they're not set up They don't have it. air conditioning. No, Nobody really has air conditioning. Yeah. And they've had like uh, basically, you know, a week of 95. And my mom is like us, you and I, she likes heat and yes. everything. But she just said the house just never cools down. Yeah. Day after day, you know. So anyway, yeah, the Cat Video Festival, Kids Under 5, Go Free. Yes. And I saw the TV ad... That showed from last, I think it was last year. Yeah, I forget how many people turn up for that. It's so fun. Yeah. And so, we haven't even got people. I know, but it's just a fun event. The Flamin' O's are playing at Mears Park that night. Which is and, downtown St. Paul. Yes, so it's going to be uh, plan your parking accordingly. Anyone got a big weekend claim to fame they want to... Share anyone see any great concerts or? Oh, just tell us yeah. about you. I, I didn't really go to any didn't. of the good stuff. Right. I mean, like the big shows, right? Brandy Carlisle or, um, um, you know, Bonnie Red or any of that stuff. I just did all local music scene, but it was it was it was so fun because I just feel like I haven't been home to see any like local music. I discovered two new bands. So okay, that's how, well, a band called Lutheran heat opened for the American scarecrows. Super, super fun. Very, you know, punky poppy. Like I like, like, you like. And then at Saturday at Palmer fest, by the way, you can't go anywhere without a credit card to park your car. We forgot that. Oh. Those machines take coins. 
But they don't take paper. And both Casey oh. and I, we just were rolling with our cash. And we're like, okay, let's hope the parking people don't come. Oh, really? What yeah. a shame. Okay. Yeah. Everything is credit card. Oh. I know. But if the machines are working, you can use quarters. Okay. But anyway, so, and then I we discovered a band called the Mood Swings at Palmer's. They were super fun. And the drummer, I run it, he's like, hey, Lori. And I'm like, hey, what? And he goes... Do you remember that night I ran into you and Julia? I recognize your Minnesota voices. We were at Dan Tana's and we hung out with Harry Dean Stanton and they closed the doors and people were just having their own party and smoking cigarettes and Harry Dean was telling stories. I'm like, oh, MG, that was a night. And how many years ago do you think that was? I, I feel like it was 10, 12 years ago. Isn't that something? Yeah. That's two people because didn't we run into the lady... Who we saw outside behind Dan Tannis. Yes, yes. Just last week, wasn't she in here doing? Wasn't that her voice announcing us right now? Possibly, yes. I mean, that's just so. Funny. You got to go to Dan Tannis, I guess, is what the moral of in the LA, story is. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. Oh well, we there were many, many late nights there. Yeah. So anyway, many. the mood swings. Another and they new were good. band. Yeah, it was just it was super fun. How many fun. people were there at Palmer? Fest? You know, I think it like people were coming and going because they had like forty-one bands over three days. It was wow. really a lot. So, but I heard that Brandy Glanville was amazing. Or Brandy Carlisle. Or Brandy Carlisle Brandy and Bonnie Rayet. There's too many bees that performed this week. No, I just heard from my amazing. friend who went to all of them. Yeah. Amazing. amazing. Everything was amazing. But it really was a music palooza here this weekend. Yeah, yeah it really was. So, mm-hmm. I had a lake weekend. You did. Nice. Yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah, what was, a beautiful weekend to be at the lake. It was wonderful. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I was at a party with a turntable, Lori, and oh, records. Oh, fun. It was so... Did you bring your Davina and the Vagabonds record? No, but I have that. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know it was going to be there, but I mean, a turntable. It was so yeah. fun to play music, like an album. Right. <laughs> Skip this one. Go right to song number five. No, every... Go through the album. It was really oh, fun. Oh, God. So, anyway, Josh, thanks for hanging out with us. We know you're pulling the 24-7 shifts. Oh, yeah. I'm just working nonstop. I did this that weekend. That was your claim that, that, to fame. That was, my, yeah, that was my claim to fame this weekend was being the producer for all the great uh, My Talk programming. We have uh, had some weekly dish, had a little bit of everything this weekend. It was fun. You, I, I heard the shop girls. Yes, that was uh, it was my first time doing a Saturday in general. So it was oh. fun kind of experiencing that for the first time. And um, shop girls were fun. Uh, the uh, dishing up our weekly dishing. dish uh, folks are those those guys are funded as well. Uh, and then obviously dishing up nutrition to kick off the yeah. uh, and then kick off the morning. Did you work with Katie K9 yesterday? Yes. Yeah, I was here for that. And I was here for. Uh, Red Hot Real Estate and Financial Health and Wealth before wow. that. Isn't that so, something? Yeah. You're going to need a day off soon. Yeah, I might have to take a day but off. think we'll of see. how many different things you learned this weekend. <laughs> I mean, that is a lot. Yeah, I'm, I, I, honestly, I'm already looking into smoothie recipes, so I'm trying to eat better just because of uh, dishing up nutrition. <laughs> nice. So. Listening Good. to that show. Good. And, you know, um, Grant comes back tomorrow, and he, of course, was in San Diego and the only thing that makes the news this weekend is the streaker at the Minnesota Twins and the San Diego Padres. <laughs> I'm so glad baseball. people still streak. I, I am too, Lori. But I mean, of course, it, Grant is there. I mean, I we it. talked about all the crazy places, and Grant always seems to be there. How do we know it wasn't Grant? That's well, right. Good call. We're going to find that out tomorrow. Oh, gosh. Wouldn't that be? He would never. But wouldn't that be hysterical if he had a Let's spread the rumor. His college boys, you know, all of his college friends made him do that. That's a good rumor. That would be an immediate promotion here in my talk. <laughs> yeah. Why did you say Grant is, of course, in San Diego? 
Well, no, he was, of course, at an event because he was at the event where the lady glued herself, you know, to the floor. Oh, the Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Yes. Got it, got it, got he it. Was at he, this event. He is at events, sporting events where funny things happen. Yes, got it. Okay, yeah, I no. just needed to go. I was oh, like, yeah. is, of course he goes to San Diego no, on the regular. No, oh, no. yes, he does have a history of um, being at sporting events where uh, events happen. Events happen. Mm-hmm. The event within it's the all, event. It's all coming up, Grant, right yeah. now. It's, it's just, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, listen, we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough. Of. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out on this Monday. So going back to December of 2020, basically December 25th, 2020, when the Regency era period drama Bridgerton came to our screens and saved us from our own horniness and loneliness during the, you know, Mid- the pandemic. That's right, the yes. pandemic with all of the the accents and the steamy, mostly public sex and with new seasons, you know. Anyway, it just, people were obsessed. With Bridgerton. When it came out. Oh. It was just, it was the most streamed. I it was, was like, so happy. We were all were so happy, yes. Oh. But you and I, like, we watched it, I think, in two days. I watched it that day. I watched you it. watched the I whole did, thing in one day. The whole day. day. So what happened, and of course, you and I are not on TikTok. Otherwise, maybe we would know about this. Which we need to. Which we Why need to do rock, paper, no, scissors. No, One of us has to do it. We don't need to, Julia. Everyone else does no. it for us. No, I just, you know, I'm going to just not going to do it. I just, the Chinese, I, they don't need to know anything about us. Okay. That's who owns it. Okay. That is true, you know. Yeah, I know. Okay. So anyway, but these two gals, um, Abigail Barlow and Emily Bear were a TikTok viral sensation. And they did, they basically made a Bridgerton musical. Yeah. And they won a Grammy for Best Musical Theater Album. And their live concert, they've done a couple of yes. them. And it's called the unofficial, the unofficial Bridgerton Musical, a musical stage production inspired by the book series turned TV shows. Okay. And it was their songs, Abigail and Emily. They composed them, 15-song album. I listened to a little bit of it yeah. on YouTube today. And at first, you know, the Bridgerton folks were... Yeah, this hey, is super fun. Super fun. Clever. Thanks, Clever, go Thank for you. It. Blah, blah, blah. Then they staged a live concert of the unofficial unofficial Bridgerton musical album live in concert. That's a mouthful at the Kennedy Center Honors in New York at the Kennedy Center in D.C. And it sold out, which is a huge, huge venue. And um, but now that it is a profitable business, things have gotten sticky for Netflix and they have sued them. Netflix has sued these two women. Yes, they've sued them uh, for infringement. They said they've taken valuable intellectual property from the Netflix original series Bridgerton to build an international brand for themselves. And they Netflix owns exclusive rights to create Bridgerton songs, musicals, or any other works based on Bridgerton. Barlow and Bear cannot take that right, yet that is exactly what they have done. So, despite all their early whistle-down-worthy praise, it is it is game on. And I think they're going to lose. Oh. These two women. Oh, yeah. Well, but first of all, it's gotten too big. It's made too much. It's making money. It's selling out venues. Yeah, it's got too big. And now... 
No, Netflix, it's not cute anymore. Yeah, it's not cute anymore. Who owns the rights to everything Bridgerton mm-hmm. and the name, I'm sure, and everything. Mm-hmm. It's not cute. You guys are making money off of our stuff. We can't do it anymore. Well, that would be like you and I trying to do the Lori and Julia unofficial musical without Hubbard knowing about it. We would not be allowed to do that. Nope. Nope. And that's our name. Yeah, no. No. So. No, this is this is something. And what is the what are the two women's reaction? Are they well, they're, uh, are they surprised or did they see it coming? No, they're they're a songwriting duo. It's right. very clever. I mean, they won a Grammy this year. That's how good it was. And they're they're Bridgerton, um, the Bridgerton musical, like on TikTok, they had like 500 million views. Wow. It's huge. And then they also sold out another theater. So, um, yeah, they're going to have to, the Netflix it, having a royal it? fit okay. will, I mean, I think, I think that they are going to win their case for infringement. I don't think these women have a leg to stand on. And I don't know anything other than what I know about, like, how these types of things work. And they, you know, they bought the books from Julia Quinn, the Bridgerton lady, and somebody is mad that they didn't think of it themselves, or who knows, but... um, I think it's selling out venues. They've gone too far. It's That's what Netflix far. is saying. Yeah. They've just gone too far. Originally, we were in there for the spirit of supporting these guys, but they've gone too far. Um, and um, they're, they they've like gone to too far it. and refusing to negotiate a license to market and expand mm-hmm. their Bridgerton-related work. So they've gone to these women and said, okay, time out. You've taken it too far, but do you want to license our name? And mm-hmm. these women are saying no. So no. we're going to see what happens. Yeah, I think these women wow. are say, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's it's some good it's some good tea there. Because Bridgerton the musical is a brilliant idea. Isn't it? But we already have Emma the music. I mean, Emma yeah. has music in it. It's not a musical, but I feel like Emma is Bridgerton Yeah, the Guthrie. Right, that's mm-hmm. true. Regency era and yeah, but uh, the unofficial Bridgerton musical album live in concert. <sighs> Put them off. Right. Woo! So, All anyway, right. uh, speaking of... The party's over, Lori. The party is over for uh, Barlow and Bear, which is such a cute... That's their last name. They really... And yeah. they're so cute, and I love... And it. they wrote all the songs. The music is very clever. Yeah. Um, I hope they get a good lawyer, and they don't have to pay, you know, Netflix too much, because they, Netflix could have also said to them... $10 million. Right. Which they wouldn't have, probably. Right. right. Although they could get investors, they could get angel investors. Uh-huh. Maybe it would be worth it. Wow. I don't know what musicals but, can make. But how brilliant are these two women? I know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you'd be so bummed if you spent all your time and energy on it, but duh, it's not your name. Yeah. So they had a good run. Yeah. Yeah, right. Crazy. Um, I would love to see, um, you know, you. I know you've, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. 
He can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Watch The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Ex-Wife Club at Bluestone Manor. Mm -hmm. And how Dorinda said she was put on pause as a housewife. Mm -hmm. And Vicky's like, I'd like to be put on pause. I guess I was on pause for housewife. Well, Taylor Armstrong, who was in this Ultimate Girls Trip, she was an OG back on Beverly Hills and has been gone for a very long time. She showed up on this kind of one week trip. Right. And because she lives in Orange County, she's become housewife history making Taylor Armstrong because she's the first wife to switch and go to another franchise. From That's Beverly something. Hills to OC. She's gone to a new zip code. Well Cynthia I, Bailey is feeling very good about it because she'd like to go on Beverly Hills. But I mean Dorinda and Vicky are probably just like, wow. I want to be unbothered. And Taylor, for, for some reason, okay, so... I like her. There's a study out about women's lips that we'll get to some point in our show today. But the thing with Taylor, she's got so much filler in her lips. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time watching her talk because I don't know... That's why she wears big eyelashes, to offset the big lips. What's going to happen with her lips mm-hmm. if they're going to go... I I mean, really. Yeah, I don't know. She's fascinating to watch. I don't know if she has that good of a storyline. It's really horrible what happened to her in, back in the day. But yeah, but now do you she think knows, she's a good addition? Yeah, you yeah, do. I do. I do because you know it kind of can show that you know her life has come full circle. I mean, she had an abusive yes. husband who beat her up. All the other housewives knew about it. He took his life yeah, I know. when uh, all of his financial shenanigans were getting exposed he frauded people her daughter was only four or five and you know that was several years ago now and she had to have reconstructive surgery on her face because of how much he beat her up yeah and you know she's found love again and she lives in orange county and you know she knows i think it's very good good one they needed to add somebody some judge to OC. Yeah, yeah, so I like it. All right, perfect. I like it. Perfect, perfect. I'm waiting for Brandy Glanville to get cast in Beverly Hills. Oh, I don't know if she will. She's, uh, I don't know if she will. I don't know if Bravo will bring her back. Yeah. I just don't know about She's that. She's a little they, bit of a loose cannon. Yeah, they've got they've got uh, other, other problems on their hands. They're and, really- I was all ready to gobble up Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin on HBO Max. Right, you told us you loved it the first one. I watched, uh, I watched three, but you, they only drop once a week on HBO oh. Max. Remember that, you guys? They give you a binge and then. But did you still love the next loved, two? Loved, all right, love, love, love. It's the void again. left in our heart from Scream Queens. This show. And for, if any, for all of those people who had that for Josh is. and I are staring blankly at him. <laughs> all right, let's get going with this next story, Julia. I believe I, I talked to you about we this did. the other day. And, um, it hit the papers over the weekend. Oh, yeah. So it did. Here's the story, just to set it up okay. about it. To set it up. Florence Pugh, who co-stars with Harry Styles in Olivia Wilde's second movie, directorial movie, because she did Booksmart. Oh, I love that. And don't with worry, Feldstein. Yes, and um, Don't Worry, Darling is her second movie. Okay. Okay, and I told you last week that people were noticing that um, Florence Pugh, like last Thursday, Olivia Wilde, maybe Wednesday, she posted a trailer 
for Don't Worry Darling and specifically reference Florence Pugh working with this woman was bleeping amazing. Right. And um, Florence Pugh said nothing. But last week she posted a trailer of a movie she's in, um, Oppenheimer, yes. which is uh, the Nolan, Christopher yeah. Nolan's yep. new movie. Yep. And she's not saying anything about it and you know and the story did i originally read it in page six and i thought well harry doesn't have any posts about the movie and he's not liking anything that florence is doing right i or that olivia is doing either and this movie looks wild it looks like uh, the stepford wives meets rosemary's baby with a swinging element in it yes and um so i did a little digging and what I found out, Julia, even yes. though I don't know if Florence Pugh is still dating Zach Braff or not, but when she was making this movie last summer, she definitely was. Zach Braff is very good friends with Jason Sudeikis. Uh, he has directed several episodes of Ted Lasso. Okay. I think this is Florence's silent disapproval. She's not going to fake anything for the gram because um i think olivia wilde dipped she was still with jason sudeikis when, when she started filming the movie that harry styles started yeah di- directing yes. harry styles in and wilde was somewhat in florence's social circle harry wasn't but she ended up in a very awkward position socially and professionally because she's dating Zach Braff and Olivia Wilde. Um, like Jason Sudeikis and the kids came to the set a couple times. Yep. Don't worry, darling. Yep. If everyone on set knows that the director and the star of her movie or his movie, whatever the case may right. be, is stripping. It's uncomfortable. Uh, it's uncomfortable yep. for everybody. And, um, you know, when people break up, friends... Get divided. They just do. It happens. Mm-hmm. Friend groups. It doesn't have to be a girl fight. Like, I don't think this is, I think it's just hugely social stuff or the social stuff is very much magnified. And she's just letting us know her. Um, I mean, her fans are openly talking about it. Right. But I, but again, I Florence think Florence Pugh's fans are saying yeah. she's not, you know, like what's going on here. Well, and you think about it, so here you are on a set, and you're doing this movie, and your dear friend is directing it, and you do stuff with them. I mean, because you're dating, yeah, you know, two guys that are good friends, and then your friend starts cheating with your co-star that you're having, you know, you're supposed to be intimate with on this, on in this movie. And um, maybe they start acting all lovey-dovey in the honeymoon phase, and that gets uncomfortable. To be around, and then you're... Am I supposed to tell Zach? Am I supposed to tell, is Zach supposed to tell, you know, your, your fiance? Mm -hmm. So I bet she was in a very uncomfortable position. So now it's all coming out. Yes. Obviously. I can't wait for the red carpet for people to dissect all of that. That's going to be going on. Because the timeline is, is, the timeline overlaps. Yes, it does big time. Yeah, it overlaps. And you can imagine how uncomfortable that would be. And on the blue carpet in support of a Tiffany and company opening in London this week, Florence was asked about working with Harry. She said, 
Uh, it was a great experience working together. Total professional. She talked about the cinematography and the styling. It was a joy to walk into the hair and makeup trailer every day, the way everything looks delicious and golden. But nothing, nothing about the director, Olivia Wilde, who just last week, uh, you know, tweeted that watching this woman work was such a bleep and thrill. Cannot wait to show you more. And then included Florence on it. Florence couldn't even be bothered to like it. So I just think this is her silent disapproval. Yeah. You know, and she's going to resist. And But I'm sure she's obligated to do press for this Oh, yeah, movie. yeah. She yeah. will be at the She'll Venice Festival. She'll do everything Festival. she's supposed to do. She's just not going to say her name. Wow. And by yeah. not saying anything, it's telling us everything. It really is. Is, Flor- is Florence still going out with Zach Braff? I don't know if they are or not. Um... If they're still going out, they used to be very, they were very out loud on Instagram, the two of them. So, um, you know, and maybe Florence really thought that that was wildly unprofessional of Olivia to be having this open affair as the director with the star. Like, what are you going to be one of the old boys now and And act like that? Right. So maybe, but, but maybe, uh, you know, um, you know, I mean, she was in a relationship with Jason Sudeikis, and she openly pursued Harry, mm-hmm. and they were, were together. So I don't know, but you know, like I said, Harry doesn't—he doesn't acknowledge anything that Olivia Wilde. But she also hasn't tagged him. She right. specifically tagged Florence. Okay, calling it a bleeping thrill to watch Florence work, and Florence has nothing to say except it was a joy to walk in the makeup and hair. Trailer that's really kind of a funny mm-hmm. that's because we you never hear that you always hear about the director it was just such an honor right this person who moved me it was so smart and intelligent i love the color of the hair and makeup barrettes yeah it's basically <laughs> right. it's basically it they were amazing with the hair dryers yeah. they were so great and yeah. the lighting in the hair and makeup I was. i mean that in itself is so funny mm-hmm. so it is saying everything Yes. About everything. Yes. Okay. And so, whether or not she's still with Zach, I have no idea. I'm but to figure it out. he is buddies with Jason Sadikas, or what did I call him last week? Ted? Ted Sadikas. Ted, no, Jason Lasso or yeah. Ted Sadikas? Ted, I called him Ted Sadikas, Josh. I just gave him a That's whole pass. name. That's a pass. That's a pass. It's a pass. So, um, anyway. And, it, you know, she was slammed initially when she started going out with Zach Braff. Oh, yeah, because, because of, of the, the age difference. The age difference. And, and she's been very vocal about telling people to mind their own yeah, business. Yeah, I have the right to hang out with and go out with anyone That's I want right. to. I've always found this part of what I do really bizarre. I'm an actor. Yeah. Um, yeah, leave me alone. So she's not a, you know, she's she very much engages on, 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 the, on Instagram without, um, you know, yeah. like as herself. Sure. So. And so she's telling us as herself, she does not approve. I think it's silent disapproval. I mean, and she's not going to fake feelings for Instagram. Oh. She'll make her appearances. You know, she loves the movie. She, hopefully it'll be really good. If it gets any kind of award thing, it's going to get awkward. They might want to make up real quick. But <laughs> um, but if 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 Jason Sudeikis and Zach Braff were close, it wouldn't be a, a scandal at all for uh, Florence not to like Olivia. No. You know, you would take the other side. Yeah. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. 
Oh my word! Yeah, all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you said it. Uncomfortable. Like I was just reading that story while you guys were talking yeah. a little bit about it. It just makes me feel uncomfortable reading well, right. this whole story, especially the red carpet aspect of it. Like, oh yeah, I can't imagine like the tension. You could literally cut it with probably well, a knife, and but... and the studio is going to be. Yeah. You know, they've got it. They'll be real happy that all of this is going on because yeah. the Venice film... eyeballs. On yeah. Them. yeah, yeah, and then yeah. when the Venice Film Festival yes. opens, and it's going to be in Toronto at the film festival, all of this is good. And then you've got this, you know, crazy homage of Stepford Wives meets Rosemary's Baby meets a Swingers Club in 1950s America. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all about, it's all about buzz. It's uh, all yeah, about buzz. It is, and there's a lot. Uh, going on, and so yes, people, her people, her fans are now openly speculating that she doesn't like any posts that Olivia, oh. and there's been like three. Oh my god, that Olivia's tagged her in. And you know, we know that there is no love lost between G- Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis. She was served custody yes. papers at Comic Con or whatever yes. it was in Vegas, CinemaCon. Oh, my gosh. And, you, you know, know le- most recently, wasn't she given crap about her breasts, Florence Pugh, in the pink dress? Yes. When people people yeah. have been rude to her. Well, yeah. Listen, you know what? If you're going to wear a dress that is see-through, you need to take the heat that All comes right. your way. Because people are going to comment. Anything you show, people will comment on. Yes. Okay? We, yes. We're not even allowed to do what we want with our bodies. So, for God's sakes, if you wear a sheer dress... People are going to comment on all of your assets that they see in that. So if I were her, I wouldn't have responded at all. I would have said nothing because that would have, you're owning it. She looked absolutely beautiful. She's a member of the itty bitty, bitty, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) itty bitty, 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 You have no idea how lucky you were. But, you know, she spoke out about that and how it made her feel bad. She had people. So she is not afraid to show her feelings. Oh, my gosh. Florence Pugh. And um, so, you know, she'll probably think twice the next time a stylist says, do you want to wear a sheer uh, dress and, you know, show show off your nipples again? Mm -hmm. And she's going to say no, because that was a real hassle for Instagram. I love it, Lori. (laughs) I love it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We, oh gosh, Lori. Yeah. Come back. We had some notable lives of people that uh, we lost this weekend, and we're going to try and remember three of them. All right, everybody. Okay, so uh, three legends, uh, uh, one in basketball, one, two in Hollywood uh, passed away, and we're just going to go with the oldest first because all three of them are really... uh, uh, legends and Pat Carroll, who you know, younger people and most people would know her. She's the voice of Ursula in The Little Mermaid. She's yes. ninety five years old, but she's goes her her acting days go back to Sid Caesar's, the Sid Caesar show, like in the fifties. And she was on many game shows. Uh, she had a stint on ER. She won an Am- Emmy. She yes. won a Grammy. Nominated for a Tony Award. If you saw her, you'd go, oh, that lady. Yes. She's been in many, many, many shows. And she was a staple on game shows in the 70s and 80s. Yes, she was. And um, 
So anyway, but here, uh, Roger Friedman was like very appalled that people were just remembering her as Ursula. But I thought that's one of the most legendary Disney villains. Yes, it is. And I think, you know, there's just sort of this outcry about not having so much celebrity voice work and let actors uh, voice the voice work. And Pat Carroll is an example if the Little Mermaid was made now, they would go for some name person. Yes, they would. And Pat Carroll makes this villain so incredible. So we've just got a little bit of Pat Carroll as the voice of Ursula. Um, he absolutely loved everything. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thing about her Ursula and Ursula and the Little Mermaid, the sequels, the spinoffs, the video games, the theme park rides, everything she did. She, she just said she auditioned six times mm-hmm. and prepared for this role. This is a classic. So listen, yeah. this. She prepared for the role of Ursula. She pretended she was an ex Shakespearean actress who oh. sold used cars. Oh. I mean, isn't that funny? Well, she did have kind of the, yes. you know, to this baritone to her, to her voice, and that was made in 1989. And you know, uh, they Who probably did kind of have a name. I just love it. Person. Who sold used cars? cars I mean, six great. auditions. I mean, well, when the Little Mermaid came out, I mean, that was everything. Yeah, that was everything. Yeah. So, so well, her daughters say their mom was unbelievable. The greatest gift she gave to them because she had she had two daughters was. Mm-hmm. Her humor and giving us the ability to laugh even in the saddest of times. Oh, I thought that's nice. That's nice. So now the next person. The next person. Um, let's go with. We'll start with. Uh, I guess it would be who's older. Uh, yeah, we got to go with Nichelle Nichols, yeah, who she was- played um, communications chief Yahura in the original Star Trek franchise. She passed away at the age of eighty-nine. And boy, people were really, NASA celebrated the life of Nichelle Nichols because she partnered with NASA to recruit some of the first women and minority astronauts Mm -hmm. in the 70s. And um, she, yeah, that was like, she got a NASA contract in like 1977 and she was showing, you know, and on that, really, when you think about it, Star Trek was ahead of its time in every which way but um it was only on the air for three years but she and william shatner have the first interracial kiss that's seen on tv Mm -hmm. she uh the creator gene roddenberry used to be um nicole's uh excuse me yeah nichelle um her one-time lover Oh, really? Yeah, and she was a very tall. I mean, you know, you think of any of the Star Wars, and she's wearing that 
red mini dress and she's got these amazing legs. Um, she was a nightclub chanteuse and a dancer and she only had a few acting credits when she got cast in Star Trek. And she thought it would just be a good stepping stone to Broadway stardom. And then, you know, it turns out like it's this groundbreaking mm-hmm. role. And actress Whoopi Goldberg often has said that when she saw Star Trek as an adolescent, she screamed to her family, come quick, come quick. There's a black lady on television and that. she ain't no maid. I love it. Well, you know, she wanted to leave the Star Trek series after the first season then met the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. at a civil rights when, event oh, in 67. And she told him she was quitting and he talked her out of it and said, you've changed the face of television forever. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you've changed the minds of people. Mm-hmm. That foresight Dr. King had was a lightning bolt in my life. Because she was matter of factly presented as the fourth, you know, the fourth, the fourth command. command. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, really, really kind of um amazing um uh person and so many people on social media just like really just what a wonderful wonderful woman woman she was and um just what she showed and i now i wonder if nichelle turner at entertainment tonight right. is named after nichelle, nichelle, nichelle. nichols yes I bet she is. You're probably right, Lori. Yeah, because she was, her real name, uh, she was born with the name Grace Dell Nichols. That was her name. And then NBA legend uh, and a giant in the right for civil rights, Bill Russell, uh, passed away at the age of 88. He is the NBA great who anchored the Boston Celtics that won 11 championships in 13 years. Years and the last two is the first black head coach in any major U.S. sport, and marched for civil rights with Martin Luther King and uh, among many others. But uh, yeah, he was just legend. And Casey was just like, "Oh my God, the best ever!" Oh, and there's a great picture of him posing like ten years ago with all of his NBA rings because he won he won eight straight titles as a player. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, and so he had all the rings on yeah. his fingers, you know, around his face, yeah. and he just, uh, you know, he he endured just unbelievable um, racism, racism sure. and yeah. he just, uh, but it was Jackie Robinson, he said he was my hero, he showed everybody how to conduct yourself and how to be a man in professional sports, and that's kind of, even though he just, uh, like, had just some really horrific things uh, happen, but his parents always just said, we love you and we have all this confidence. So he just kind of between his parents, love and Jackie Robinson, he just, mm-hmm. just could always stand tall. Cause he was like seven one right. <laughs> or whatever he was, right. but geez, Louise, yeah. Casey was like, Oh, he was so much fun to watch play. That's three. They say in mm-hmm. threes, people, I know that people die in threes. So, but off the court and on the court, you know, oh, uh, President Obama um, put something out about him. He gave him the Medal of uh, Freedom, which is the highest civilian honor you can get he, in uh, 2011. But just, he was always going to the ESPYs. And I mean, Josh, you might know more about, like, he would show up at things. Yeah. He yeah. was a very funny and free of himself, like, with the whole Colin Kaepernick, he did a picture and yep. did you know took a knee and just really always always is uh, standing up. Yeah, know. yeah, he's uh, and not saying that like a lot of players aren't good guys, but he we lost one of the good ones. We really, really did. a great 
a great guy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I've been watched some of the clips. CBS Sunday Morning had a. Did they do a nice they thing? They did a yeah. little thing. I think it might have been from an interview they had before. Okay. Yeah. You know, and then they were doing an interview with Eliza Minnelli and another one. I I don't know if that's a re. Oh, if that's, I'm gonna have to look at it because she I was think just in the on. summer they might clip Repeat. them together. Yes. So, but okay. it was still nice to see her, and you know. Oh, no. I always like looking at the photos so, of her, but she's, you know, legend and she's, but she's 75, but she seems older to me. Liza. She seems so much older because if she's 75 and Jane Fonda's 83 or whatever. Yeah. Completely different. Yeah. Yeah. So she's just, Liza's always been fragile. Yeah. Yeah. But you, I, mean, I guess so. She's an old 75. Yeah, I guess. So. Now we're calling 75 year olds. If, she, if you're an old, older. You're an old, older, older versus sometimes. an old, younger. A younger, older. And, and you have to listen to last Thursday's right. show at four. Right. <laughs> to figure that one out. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.